Ladies went for home. 200 metres to go. Two legs of Delamore. Tis my bank. Lent of hope. The favourite will run near enough to last. Daisy's at the 112 clear. And Daisy's is going to win it. Daisy's for Damien Lane. A terrific ride in the end. One at a length and a half. Buffalo River approaches the 200 metres. Two lengths just a canter. Now King Magnus is running on, but Buffalo River has a good buffer. 100 metres to go, clear of King Magnus, just a canter. Buffalo River needs the line, but it's going to see it through. Buffalo River, three quarters of a length. Now Colette charges up on the outside. Colette up to Steinem from Aidens Field. Colette takes Steinem and draws clear. And Colette, just too much class. Colette scored over a length. Steinem second. G'day, partners. Welcome to the Deep Dive. We're going to kick off this week's show, which is always powered by puttingforb.com.au. With a, a quick recap of what happened in Queensland, the Sunshine State, perfect one day, perfect the next. I think I'll tell you how it goes. Not sure. Anyway, um, we owned the stock exchange for six hours on Saturday. We we cut the the show off, but I'm pretty sure if I I don't know who runs what well, was mine now our Instagram anymore, but it looked like there was a stack like. He was doing bicep curls down me and Curlio when he was carrying over those fucking vodka little kids drinks, you know, like the little kids <laughs> on footy trip. Here you go, have a vodka lemonade, you look at a stack of it. Reports that Shane went missing, Houdini style. The knee's enormous. Um, we're obviously going to let Shane dictate the, the narrative here and t- fill us in, tell his stories. You know, was it Ed Sheeran? Were they any vaxxers? But when he gets a little bit too loose with the truth, Dill's here to keep us straight. So, Dill, welcome to your first ever deep dive, my man. Uh, thanks for having me, fellas. I'll, uh, I'll let I'll let Shano tell tell his version of the truth, and then um, and then I'll, uh, I'll I'll make all the corrections after. <laughs> well, I think um, I think we should probably start with um, the crowd interaction. It was great. I, Dill Dill was in shock. I had a couple of girls come over to me and say, Are "You curly." And <laughs> I was like, "There's no way." I was like, "No way." <laughs> anyway, so as it turned out, friend of the show and loyal mailbag subscriber Tim Garrett had sent his daughter and a friend's because uh, he couldn't make it, so he sent them in to come He's and say g'day. So um, yeah, so that was good. They had an actual. It was one of their girls, one of their friends' birthday. They had a house party that started at two, and they were still um, at the pub with us at half past three. Um, roaring home winners and having bets. So first time punters basically. Um, so. That was good fun. We had um, we had an anti-vax protest. I thought the anti-vax protest was probably the turning point of the day. Like everyone was sort of being reasonably well behaved. You know, there wasn't much carry on mid-afternoon. You know, betting and just cheering winners. And then when the anti-vaxxers rolled through, uh, big protest in the street. Um, yeah, that sort of lifted the ambience. I think everything started to get bad after that. I was like really keen to run out and protest with the mailbag hoodie on. Just so I could just like. <laughs> <laughs> what they smell like? Um, in uh, incense, you know the yeah. That's what I was not thinking. not incense. Ince- yeah. yeah, you know what I'm thinking. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, lots of unwashed uh, hair, matted sort of um, braid sort of going on. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, full credit to them though. Um, you know they've. <laughs> They've got an opinion and they voiced it. I think obviously, 
obviously you blokes back and winners helped. Um, you know, and then once the winners, once I back finally got a winner, I know I didn't have many bets, but once that thing lobbed at the goal at the Gold Coast, that was my main bet. And once it lobbed, I thought it was time to layer up a bit. So, um, then we start. I don't know what happened. I don't know, Dill. You might have to fill the gaps. But the last thing I remember is um, wearing my Gucci loafers, buying twenty drinks at a time, and we went through all the colours of the rainbow. So vodka and everything. We're like blue, red, green, Red Bulls, lemonade, soda waters. Um, you kind of started was, with Shane. I think you gave me. I think you gave me four hundred bucks in cash, all twenty dollar notes, by the way. So I don't know what's. <laughs> Um, <laughs> looks better. But, He's always yeah. thinking. Yeah, a bit of a flex. Um, and then uh, and then he goes, we, we realised it was $5 happy hour, so I'm just like going to go hard at the basic spirits here, and um, that we did. But um, I was it was one of our ideas to, to see if we just put, chuck half of it on Keno on heads. And then so I've walked up and put half of it on Keno on heads as well. And then, uh, and then we obviously we didn't even watch the game of Keno. And my brother just points at the screen, and goes, "Oi, boys, we fucking won!" We ended up, <laughs> we ended up back, getting up on the Keno as well. So that that extended, I think, our our, our fifty our fifty drink shout to a hundred drink shout. So that was a good result. Yeah, how huge. Did, how did um young Fred go? Intern Freddie. He went well. He he brought plenty of mates. He, his missus came along as well, which um, Shane had a bit of a chat to her and yeah, <laughs> went for the ringer. Just, just to um, check out what her, what her intentions are and that type of thing, you know what I mean? I'm just looking after the boys, mate. You know. Um, anyway, she, uh, she was nice. She, you know, she wanted an autograph afterwards and that, which I was able to <laughs> fix her up. She got a photo with me, so um, everyone was happy. Yeah, there was no. It was, it was a great day. There's um. And Bailey? No, nah, he he actually went out the night before into Woomera and got home at four o'clock. And when I got up, I just leave here early. There was a there was his shoes at the door and a pair of girls' shoes at the door, so I assumed I wasn't that he wasn't alone, so I didn't go bother knocking on the door to wake him up to drag him down with me. So I left him. Um, there's not real not no real shenanigans to report. Uh, the Gucci loafers got home, slight scuff on the front right toe um, on one of the shoes, but um, we're still no. looking after the bloke who who did the damage as well. So we're coming for you. Um, look, it certainly, certainly one thing that we did learn from it, though, is that um, we don't do this often enough. I'm thinking probably every Saturday or every maybe every second Saturday, uh, <laughs> we'll be looking to do it. Have you spoken to, have you spoken to um, Lisa about that? It's work, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week. Um, yeah. I think um, I think oh. I think the great man TV having a like it was midstream when he found out he was getting um, swapped from Kilmore to Wodonga. <laughs> I think that did a a world of good for everyone's like uh, state of mind and mental health and physical health on Sunday morning. You know there was no like massive carry on because no. everyone had to get on with their lives. Yeah, <laughs> TV had to drive by itself to Wodonga and back. I think the only the only real um, the only real not fatality because he didn't die, but so, um, Ed Sheeran was completely off his head. Uh, he was probably, <laughs> he was probably the only real sort of victim of the day. He's um, he couldn't speak, could he? By the end of it, can't <laughs> can't handle his vodka lemonades, old Ed Sheeran. <laughs> but full credit to him for fronting up and he, he had a good day and. Yeah. Um, 
We backed. Yeah, I, I think we had we had twenty nine hundred on incentivise. I think out of the for the club off his off the back of his suggestions. Oh, full credit to him. He's one from one. Yeah. Um, Retire. Don't you're done. Declare. Anything else we should touch on at our Brisbane event at the Stock Exchange? Look, other than other than we need to do it more often, Dill, I think that's the yeah. um, that's the outcome of that. And probably probably a big thanks to those guys as well um, for letting us have the day and letting us basically just do whatever we wanted. So um, I think that'll be definitely a relationship which we try and continue on. So thanks to those fellas. Beautiful, yeah. righto. Let's um let's roll across to whatever else we're going to talk about on the uh, show this week, Peter. Uh, big thanks to Dill there. Uh, just recapping what had happened at the exchange up in Brisbane. But now we'll focus on the boys who were in the bunker with the great man, the Golden Tonsils, Terence B. Bailey. B. Bailey? B. Bailey. Guys, what was it like to work with TB? It looked from watching the stream for what I was able to, it looked a lot of fun. It looked like he was having a good time as well. And for, for me, it was actually just really good educational gear that you were able to put out. Yeah, it was unreal. It was quite awe-inspiring, actually, at the time there. It's, Especially him calling the Everest there, I was. It was no, it was a awesome afternoon and a great day. I had a lot of fun. He he kicked things off. So we, we his bet was daisies, which was before the stream yeah. started, and um, Jack and I locked it as well. So we all had backed it ourselves and for the club, and dead set like 150 to go. Like it led all the way, and it ended up being the only horse that led. And was rails and run and won all day. 150 to go. Said, "It's over. It's won." <laughs> and everyone, oh! <laughs> yeah. So um, it was a great day, but it was an easy day, I think, because we like surprise, surprise, we won again. We downhill skied all day, and then when we crossed up to Shane, fuck me. Just when you think this man can do it, like what else can he do? You were superior to anyone I've ever seen on TV in that entertaining like I've got four minutes here this is going to be the highlight of this hour like you were so fucking funny he convinced me that it was actually Ed Sheeran I don't know why I believed him but I did <laughs> um, and you cross up to it was like Billy's wheel fucking street yeah. talk it was unbelievable you are a superstar um, it was a bit going on wasn't there big effort glad the knees survived just but um as you can tell, is the <laughs> it looks like the weekend's catching up with him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, it was good. It was actually like I really enjoyed it because um, obviously the main focus was Melbourne and Sydney, and um, you know we just chimed in for a few, you know, a couple of novelty bets in Queensland. I was able to tip twenty k in for the for the punters club. Um, yeah, it was all part of the fun. It was good. But you guys are dominant. Actually, it was um, it was good. Uh, Terry tried to you know try to outwit me a couple of times there, and I gave him a couple of quick backhanders, you know, yeah. just to put him back in his place. Like, no, you roll, Terry. You're the host, mate, not the star. Um, <laughs> but the betting, yeah. the, the betting, the betting was outstanding. Uh, this is the Dutch rudder moment. Um, the betting was outstanding from you guys down there. It was concise. Um, it was measured. It was measured, and it really um, I think hopefully the guys in the punk club that. We're on the um on the on the chat there, just like completely um getting a bit frustrated that you know that we're only just sort of betting this. Why some blokes wanted to have fifty thousand on Parky in the last, and 
and all that sort of stuff. So like from I think from that point of view that it did come across educational and the reasoning for the bets and why we're betting and how and this is how we bet and we're not changing it just because, you know, we're on a stream or layering up. So yeah, it was particularly well done from you guys down at your end. I thought it was excellent, except for your jacket, Jack, which was a disgrace. And the fruit bowl was something I wanted to put on the agenda as well. Why was there a fruit bowl on the desk? Look, it was a miracle that the um the like set office was completed. So, a couple of things. There's like the wires and the anyone in the in the game. The big fat tube wires for the air conditioning unit uh, are there, but the air conditioning unit has not been installed. And I feel the cold more than most people. Like Jackson's been here this morning. He started with the garage door up. I was freezing. He was fine. He's now copped it. It's, it's cold, isn't it? Yeah, it's cold. I'm also over there, a bit closest to sort of the wind and the cold out there. But it is cold. I'm. I was here like three days ago and there were OTVs. Like, I didn't think we were going to get it all ready and set up in time. But yeah, so I've painted, I've painted the thing, got it going, got it ready, and won. So I think that was the reason for the question is because I knew how busy you are and how under the pump you likes were to get the set done and you managed to find time for the fruit bowl was um, <laughs> outstanding. outstanding. To be honest, I just pinched it from inside. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think anyone touched it all day either. I had some fruit. We brought the young streets in. Salt, Ross Salt Brody did that, and that, and that was about it, wasn't it? Yeah, about that. And a stack of goats towards the end. Three cases. Good times. Since since I got them, so maybe I could take credit for one, one and a half. It's still a lot. Big day, great day. Um, and probably the bloke who damaged the most brain cells and potentially caught the most venereal diseases. Peter, how was the wedding? Wedding was outstanding. Lots of uh, interesting characters there. That um, yeah, I think the best part about weddings is the the ability to meet people that you wouldn't get to meet otherwise, and just you know avail yourself of where they're they're at in their life and their situation. And I'm not sure I can actually mention any of it in a, in a public forum because uh, I might end up being killed. But uh, and I mean that literally. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a really good night. I think I rocked in about quarter to three in the morning, and um, I'm. Back on two feet now, which is good. I'm ready for another week of uh, of action. I must say, I I didn't get to see too much of Ascot. I was wary about the track. We had the third meeting there on Saturday. It has not rained the entire week. There would have been about four millimetres of water put onto it, and the track was chopping up after about race three. Did, um, didn't we back the winner of the last two races? Back the winner of the second last in dance music, but only just held on. But the, the track itself is looking a little bit uncertain, it must say, early in the Ascot season. And that's with the new track curator? Yes. Well, it was, it's more the, the fact that Chris Nation's no longer there, who's done an outstanding job for the best part of four or five years. But, um, you know, when Apple Schnapps is going forward, which is a back marker, but it typically does its best work on soft to heavy range and it settles outside the leader and gaps a field, uh, that's a little bit of a warning sign. Anyway... Enough about well, that. Oh, we are talking tracks and Dutch rudders and all the rest of it. L- legitimately, credit to the track staff at Caulfield. Uh, it definitely had its patterns throughout the week, mm. but like it was a very trying set of circumstances that like, they would have faced, especially heading into Saturday. You, you didn't want to be rails and run, and it was pretty hard to lead, but they were still it was still fair enough. Yeah, I, I thought we had three great days of racing. Like you didn't really want to be rails and run last weekend, but that was more wind related. And then I thought when you certainly, you certainly didn't want to be rails and run by race eight on yeah, Saturday, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was staggering when 
three fifty out of six dollars. Varda missed it, and then rails and run last defence. Uh, anyway, nothing to see here. Play on. But other than that, the track race really that, yeah, well. Yeah, no, that was good. Yeah. yeah. I think the okay. only, sorry, just on that track, just quickly, the only thing that was going worse um, was Willow at the track. Willow and the track. Um, yeah, no full credit there. Um, I saying, saw Jackson's tweet this morning, zero from 20 yeah. over the three days. Uh, yeah. he, he, he's got that many staff. He has to win. So he's going to be real hungry. Yeah, oh, no, it'll be peak. Animo. It'll be peak Craig Williams to come out and win a Cox Plate or a Manicato off the back of that. $6 last week, $4, three fifty near Animo. Is that right? Sure. No idea. Neither. I think it's shorter. I just hope that Willow thanks Jackson for the um, motivation when he thanks everyone when he wins the Cox Plate. Yeah, I'll be I'll be after the uh, dentist and before um, the, the, the the track curators. I reckon I'll do. will just about in, in about the eight minute mark of his post race interview. I'll just be I'll be slicing there. I reckon. I mean, to be fair to Willow, he did finish second in the Caulfield Cup with two lengths to third, but he was just gapped by what was a far superior animal on the day. Yeah, I, I think he, he's riding pretty good, to be honest. Um, I thought, like, we're back non-conformist. It's gone really, really good, but it's been beaten by a mile. It's <laughs> beat everything else by a mile, but, like, it was killed. That horse killed him. What a, an amazing set of circumstances, a weird story. This is as good a stayer as there, like, is in the moment. I don't know how far and wide you can say that for Worldwide, certainly, is the best we've got. And, you know, was it eight months ago he lost that maiden at Toowoomba? So some some um, profiles built and P. Moody. Like, all credit, what a training. All, all credit, yeah. <laughs> what a training performance. Utterly blessed. But um, no, good on him and good on Brett Preble. The ride, the ride, Preble's ride was A1. Yep. Really good. He, he could have panicked there out of the straight the first time, but he just sort of rolled across nicely. And he could have got yeah. too, too pretty, too, yeah. when he had the cover. Because yep. they love cover. Yeah. No, but he had it, and he thought, no, I'm going to get into my gears here. Yep. And start to just release the handbrake slightly, and it was enormous. <laughs> Jack, um, interesting you say full credit to Moot. He's able to in, inherit the horse and was able to regress three-quarters of a length from the win that it put up over 2,400 metres at Eagle Farm. And it's regressed three quarters of a length and winning a Caulfield Cup. So full credit to Moose. Yeah, that's, sort of, that's yeah. sort of what I was saying. Well it's, done. Its PB figure though is under Moods with previous starts. Absolutely. Um, but still, um, it just yeah, he's been blessed. P Moody is what we're saying. We'll say yeah. it then. So I said. I know I said, Jack's. I know Jack's sort of changed a little bit. You know, he's hanging around TB and he's sort of you now he's starting to you know give everyone full credit. Um, <laughs> Jack's. Jack's preview of the Caulfield Cup was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Um, I just, I, I legit thought you were just giving Moods credit there. I just needed to pull you up on that. No, no, no. Thank you, thank you. I just wanted to clarify. Thanks. Just go on the old Jack. Like, like, this is what does. happens because Jack's winning. So he's winning. So everything is awesome. Well done, everyone. Yeah. Great ride, yeah, Willow. Yeah. I'll tell you someone who does deserve, <laughs> does deserve credit. Uh, he might um, donate to, to the... Um, the tiny little angry man, the Liberal MP down here, but Bray Sikulski, 
like to to buy and find that horse on top of all the other horses he finds and buys. How, I don't I don't really know how the setup works. And wait, wait, you're talking but, about a guy who's buying a horse after it's taken all before him in Queensland. Yeah, it was yeah, to, buy, to buy a horse out of Queensland that's going to win down here. That's that's I can, oh, oh, full credit to him. Yeah, it's full cla- credit. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. It's class figures. <laughs> the last five starts in Queensland minus eleven point three, so that's eleven point three better than the class. Minus two point six, minus six, minus six point eight, minus eight point one. If he's if he's got the ability to read, he can buy this horse. Well, he's doing good stuff though. Like I think he, I think he owns a bit of very elegant as well. It's easy Full to credit buy to him. He's doing good. Full credit. Yeah. Full credit, credit must go to him. Honestly, there was you've a changed, story. Reed. You've changed. Put it, him on mute. Cut his mic. Cut him off. Um, I'm not sure whether I'd heard this or this was or read this like it's publicised somewhere. Did Bray swap? Two and a half percent of incentivise for ten percent of Cool and Gatter before it made its debut, winning in Sydney, winning that Group Three on know. debut. Did I read that somewhere? If that's true, know. full credit. I heard it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a, I don't know, what a show so far this is. I don't, I don't know. Um, Let's should talk about what happened on the track just for a minute then. Yeah, I was just also cool. going to say full credit to um, <laughs> full credit to Jai McNeil. Um, he's like a WWE wrestler; like he flips on you all the time. He's like the heel, then he becomes the the hero. He slaughtered Thunderstruck, then he gave it one of the great rides of all time to redeem himself and the horse. He did the exact same thing with Gunstock again on Saturday. Gave it absolutely none at Flemington. Uh, we articulated that in the review. His ride on Saturday was perfection. Um, the difference between his best and worst is enormous, but his best is as good as anyone's. Yeah, on that. Full credit sorry, to Joy. Sorry, just on that. I just want to point out to anyone that's watching at home that it's not necessarily the jockeys that are flipping. It's whether Jack's back them if they win or lose. If they've won, full credit. If they get beat, slaughter, just for just yeah. for future reference as we go through. Like There is <laughs> well, no... That- there is no that, that coincidence that Jack was on Gunstock. particular horses and rides, yeah. yes. Who would have thought? Sorry. Yeah. Maybe the horse's performance at the start after maybe justified my opinion the start prior. Who knows? Full credit to me. Yeah. <laughs> we should just change your name of the show to Full Credit. It's effectively just guys. Well, that's actually, I've been thinking already. <laughs> and that's our next bit of content, Full Credit. Okay. You heard it here first, people. You could just get one of the interns just to scroll.com and Sky all week just to find full credits. And just cut them into one big full credits. Mm. And then have us over the top of that last sort of couple of minutes. Yeah, Curly just reacting to the watching it. Yeah. Okay, let's talk <laughs> Let's talk racing for a second. I know it's uh, a little bit difficult with you blokes uh, giving each other pats on the back. But incentivized performance of the day, no surprise there. Second biggest performance of the day was Oxley Road in the last. You go. I don't know. Um. Yeah, they've Oxley Road. Hang on, my Oxley Road's run at twelve point six, which is a big figure. Uh, Savage the line. Curran's gone enormous. The first three across the line, were pretty good here. Um, we went with Curran. The market wanted Oxley Road, and then wanted Curran with us. Curran late. Um. Yeah, Curran's gone. I thought as good as it did last start, or as good as it could go. Like the. Shape was against. He didn't look sort of particularly comfortable around Caulfield. I didn't think he, he, he was just always chasing and and, and behind his. Always his half off the bit. Yeah, a, 
Last 600 was 11.2 lengths above. Like, I think if he, if he strikes a good track next start, maybe a race over cup week at Flemington, he'll be very hard to beat again. But, you know, full credit to Moot here um, with this horse. He did have, obviously had been running well this prep, um, you know, not knocked over by Miss Albania, which was clearly a great ride that won the race because we were on it. And then obviously, um, and full credit to Jack, because after this horse got beat, Mask Crusader won the race. Um, I think Jack said it was one of the best sprinters in Australia, didn't you? Oxy, I don't think I said that about Oxy Road, did I? No, you might have said it about Mask Crusader. Oh, thank God I was just wrong. Mm. <laughs> but full credit <laughs> to you for identifying it early. here a little bit, and uh, like it was taking like a stride off at every. Yeah, it was fucking flying. The last twenty meters, the sphincter got tight. Now Oxley Road has produced now two back-to-back like really good performances and and two really good numbers. I don't sort of know where it progresses to next up, but it can. It, it's a nice horse. It's uh, nominated for the Winterbottom Stakes over here. Group one, big flashing light if they decide to put it on a plane. Interesting. I, I think it's one of the more progressive horses and the form's in, like, it all ties in. about to sort of explode, I reckon, or, or level out, but you could easily make the case, and the market sort of said it on Saturday, that the form's right. Yep. That Mask Crusader form is as good as it's going to get, and... Um, this is a four-year-old cult, so. Yep. Okay. Look, the other group two on the card, race seven, was a Tristark for the Mares and Colette. Market, pretty comfortable being with that horse, that's for sure. I was a little bit soft late, but mm. not, not Varda soft. So, so you didn't sort of completely give up before they jumped, Godolphin style, if they're soft, but um, soft, not firm. No, I won't... The big cash was for this pride of uh, Jenny, who was sort of... 1A led. Yeah. It was just completely express. And I, then... I think they weren't 100% by, like, yet that there was, it wasn't the place to be to lead on yeah. the fence. Yeah. Uh, which... Uh, and then and when it just lobbed with what looked like a relatively easy lead, we were out the back. I was pretty nervous here. And as were the in-play punters with... I, th- I think... I think TV... Well, I went first, then TV, then you. We were fucked. Yeah. It looked... We were off a bit, yeah. 700, 800 out. And then about 400 out, we were going to piss in. Just if it went straight, we were going to piss in. Oh, 200 out. No, we were no. under the whip last 400 well, top, out. Top, of the, still... top of the straight, we, 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 like we'd caught up to them beautifully. Mm. Like, in hindsight, Colette's probably sort of only 80% there. But that was enough to win. And that was kind of what we thought would happen. Yeah, I, I think Hope they'll all be, all be over bet out of this race moving forward. Yeah, I like... But, but, the time wasn't great. Oh, the numbers aren't great out of this race. Yes, even for I'm not, to get up. I'm not sure. Shoot. I'm not sure what else she could do. Like honestly, she's had that break between runs, hoofy shoe, Mister Gallop, back in trip, like yeah. off the bit, and still picked up and chased like a proper horse. Surely, you know, surely you're happy to be thinking that she could run well again. Goes to a sort of mare's grade Group One over the carnival, over the yeah. I don't think she'll be over bet though, but I, I think she she's a proper proper horse. That's why she's such I a great bet here because she's a proper horse that's just going to do its job. It, it would be track conditions pending. Like I wouldn't want her to go to now a firm a firm track off that. And I think I was more getting to Steinem, who was the good run here outside the winner. I think it was a a bit average through the line to be. I'm not against it. I just think the market will overreact to it. 
running second to Colette. He'll go up to 1,600 metres somewhere and be backed. Yep. I think one of my favourite bits of the stream coverage was from race six, the Munga, when one Jay Oldham said, I've gotten the cash out of it and never back it again. You talk about Buffalo River, the leader. <laughs> it, I thought that yeah, was just I, bang on. I might have gone... I might have gone a bit early there. I was I was quite up and about at that point. Like I just, I just, I, like we probably underbet this in the stream and and on the service in hindsight. Like I was pretty I was pretty confident. It was yeah, a, but it's like what Shane said. We're not going to change what we do just to fucking be aggressive, you know. Yeah, no, I, I'm we stick to that. We we yeah. bet we bet to win off our prices. If we had have said, hey, it's going to be like that heavy at that point in time, maybe we we have another half, another point yeah. seven five on, but but I. This was a, a good ride. He sort of cranked it up from the thousand and just sort of just kept him running along, which I really liked. This was this was good draw, which is Group yeah, One draw. Yeah. This was a not a good ride. This is a great ride. Yeah. This is outstanding riding. Um, that's why you're right to sort of say the horse probably never going to win again at this level because it was completely blessed. King Magnus track and trip horse, very very good performance, but couldn't win because Willow was on Jacko. Apparently so. Okay, and probably well, one of the other key winning performances of the day in terms of the overall figure and punning form, .com.au, was Melliver in the Alingi Stakes, 1,100 metres. This was weird and confusing for me. Well, is that because it's run a PB by six and a half lengths? Yes. At start, yeah. at start fucking eight or something? Is that, is that why? And the market just did completely the opposite of what I thought it would do. Um, with the horse we were on, Varda, who has run the fastest split from the four to the 200 all day, despite being rails in run in race eight. What do you do? Just drink. <laughs> um, Ever talk was enormous, but it was sort of in the right part of the track. So they'll probably, like the market will probably find last up, but it's like it's, it's close. He is massive. But the race is rated highly and, it's I almost so like <clears throat> there's three these three enormous figures at the back end of the day. They're all trying to get a pack on them on a track that was improving as well later in the day. They said, "Well, looked be." Did you hear? Did you hear how good the road ceramic track was? Of course you did. Oh. Every two minutes, <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know who they're trying to be. Could, it's one of the just... worst tracks in racing, and no one cares about it. We're, we're going to bet anyway. <laughs> like, no, I don't know who they're trying to convince. It doesn't matter. It's like they're in a monologue, you know, and they're shitting themselves like having a like they're over a golf ball or kicking a goal. You are good. You are good. You are good. Like, shut the fuck up. It's a shit track. Sorry. I, 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 Distracted. I don't anyway, know. last three winners at Caulfield, all out of packing them, all run enormous figures. Um, I, I would expect Maliva to severely regress off off that huge PB rodent style. Yep. Um, especially a huge PB fresh. Yep. Um, that or it's a Group One horse. So um, I, I'll be going that it's not a Group One horse and it's going to regress. Let's see what the market does next start. Uh, wrapping up Caulfield though, Daisy's enormous Peter in the Phillies race. Yep. The ethereal. Um, led one a fencing run. Only horse to do that and win all day. Um, wasn't there the whole way as anyone who backed it, which is probably everyone watching this knows. We were three wide early, no cover at stages, but um, did find the fence. And um, it and Gunstock both went enormous. Yeah. For the day, I think, and, and for for where they're progressing to, 
like we see, like Gunstock's figure is already sort of a Johnny Get Angry figure, which won the Derby last year. You yeah. know, like they don't need to be running huge figures, group figures on your punting form to win over 2,500 metres as a three-year-old. They need to be running like, still running, basically, at the end of 2,500 metres. Yeah. Yep. I think that ethereal with uh, daisies will be the A1 into the Oaks. I think daisies and um, Morissette close really well really well as well. I think those are the two I'd be sort of taking into the Oaks. But, the, but the, the Oaks, from an Oaks point of view, this L patroness ran against Gunstock, mm. and she's a filly, so she can go back to the Oaks. Yeah. So there's plenty of people who will be saying the boys are stronger than the girls, especially the older males. Mm. Okay. There's probably a couple of um, three-year-old fillies around Queensland somewhere to just go down and destroy them. <laughs> see if Brave finds them. See if, we'll see if he's got a punting form subscription. Um, big week ahead. Yeah, I'll just say credit to him if he does find them. So. Yeah. yeah. Full, full credit to the week ahead as well because it's a very big week. Uh, you've got Mornington today, Hamilton tomorrow, Geelong Wednesday, which uh, is one of my favourite little venues, especially on this day, the Geelong Cup. Good fond memories of that. Outstanding meeting. Ballarat. Every year. Oh, one year. Yep. One year the shit Peter got up to. Off his complete dial, bet, bet all day on our behalf, like made the decisions. He wasn't off his dial then, but he caught up very quickly. And then in his paralytic state, has some enormous bet for us both on some... A good horse, actually, it turned out to be in Perth. Suskin Queen. Into, into Lushka's show. Oh. But... Yeah. Full credit to Peter. <laughs> but he did take Lushka's show best tote. <laughs> and it was like fires in a 220. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full credit, though. So full credit to you, Peter, but you took full time. Moral victory. Anyway, enormous week ahead. Um, we've got yeah, Geelong Cup's a great meeting. It always is. Then we've got the big doubleheader at, at Mooney Valley. Maybe a rough chance that we sneak on course. At Mooney Valley, I just said that. I don't have a clue if that's... No, it's millions, mate. Millions. Yeah, completely right millions. Um, yeah, if you want to bet with us, get to themailbag.com.au. Uh, we'll give you live, late, early, all types of betting information delivered via our app. And head to the website if you want merch, anything else, and get punningform.com.au. That's what we all use, and you should too. And happy Freedom Day to everyone in Victoria coming up this week. When you're out, out of lockdown, finally. Full credit to Dan. Done a great job. <laughs> Full credit. Full credit to Skoma. Full credit to everyone. Uh, bye for now.